The opinions expressed in the following program are our own. We're just two Canadian dudes, and we got an opinion that we'd like to share, and we're really glad you're listening. This is The Awakener. Stu Gatz. Stu Gatz is in the house. <laughs> how you doing, buddy? Good. How are you? <laughs> so, not bad. Not bad. So talk to me. Uh, as you know, I went to Agent Whitaker's wedding. Um, I got sat beha- beside a bunch of uh, interesting people, I should say. People that uh, thought a lot of just whatever's happening now is just a bunch of coincidences and it's not, nothing is meaningful. There's nothing going on. It's just, you know, ebb and flow. What do you think? Do you think? Well, do you think it's because they don't know or they don't want to know? I think they don't want to know. Yeah. Trying- I think most people don't want to know what's going on because think- their lives go on and it's just an easier way to deal with their everyday lives. Right. And I think, I think we're very close to this reveal happening very soon or people are going to, everybody's going to know. Um, it's not going to be a case of, oh, I just don't want to know. It's going to be thrust down everyone's throat. Uh, we can talk about the midterms first. I mean, new data from interactive polls are showing Republicans are holding a 21-point lead on generic ballots in battleground districts. Uh, Republicans are 55%, Democrats 34 That's insane. Yeah. Oh, I know. I know. The, the House, it's going to be a tidal wave of red in November. The, uh, I was watching, uh, sorry, I was watching a, a video on, um, on YouTube about, about Fauci and uh, that Kentucky Senator Rand Paul. Right. Was it, and he was just, he, he was, he was, he was crushing. Like, he's like, when the house, when the Senate goes back, he goes, you're going to be accountable. And you could see like, like Fauci, like crying behind his, his eyeballs. He, he, he was, <laughs> he was, he was shitting. Cause, cause they're going to hold them accountable. Like, you know, they're getting kickbacks for all these, all these vaccine drugs that they're doing. And, and it's just, it's complete corruption and shit. So I, I can I can hardly wait. I got a six pack of Corona and a, and a, and a bag of Chicago mix in the garage. I'm just waiting for the show to start. <laughs> we've been waiting for a long time on the show. I mean, we've been talking about it for so long and you can see it happening. It's the calm before the storm and uh, people, I, people don't want to know what's happening, but I really think people, everyone is going to know, man, it's only a matter of time. Uh, even Jen Paskey was talking about how, uh, you know, Biden is basically going to be finished. If it's a referendum on Biden, it's over. Which is which is going to be a referendum on Biden? Hundred percent, hundred percent, because they know he lied. Like all that, all that time leading up to the election, everything that he was coming out of his mouth was a lie. Yeah, stuff right? like and, his son and, and all the stuff going on. Yeah. Lie, 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 they're, lie, lie. Exactly, and they're fed up with it. They're fed up with the border. They're fed up with the food processing plants magically catching fire. <laughs> they're they're fed up with all sorts of shit. So. Like you said, it's, it's going to be a referendum on Biden, and it's going to be a red tidal wave in November. And, 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 and that's assuming yeah. that nothing leaks, nothing about his investigation leaks. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it, yeah. It, it's going to yeah. be it's going to be very interesting. At the same time, you see what's happening in Russia now. They're passing all these legislation laws. They're passing uh, national. I guess if you can't you can't desert the army anymore, they're making it so you can't do that. They're doing uh, anti protests. 
uh, Iran, and now look, the West is winning. Like three years ago or four years ago, remember all the left was talking about how the hijab was like, oh, this is a symbol of freedom. Remember that? Yeah, I know. <laughs> now, now all the losers are talking about, oh, this is a sign of oppression, hijab. Well, um, you think? I know. I it's know. A, it's an amazing time. The West is, I, I really believe I, we're, I, we're winning this war, man. I, I, I don't know what's going to happen in the, in, in the Ukraine, though. Like, I, I, I have a feeling that Russia is going to say that Donetsk and Luhansk are basically, they're Russian. And if you continue to attack them, they're going to drop some, either a, a very low yield tactical or an EMP. It really because is. They, it really is. Yeah, like it's, I mean, just, it's, it's just dragging itself on and on and on. Uh, Joe Biden doesn't seem to be taking the bait. There's no commitment of U.S. forces or NATO forces. And it's really, you can see, this is just being drawn out and drawn out and drawn out. And it's almost like Russia and Ukraine don't know what to do with this, with this war now. Like, who's going to, who's going to win now? I, I know. I'm, now that the plan my, has. My spider the, senses are kind of tingling. I don't know what's going on, but it's, I think something's going to be happening in October. Well, now that NATO's not getting committed to this war, you know, who's who's going to win? <laughs> you can see there was no plan. There's no plan for anybody to be the victor in this. It was just to suck the U.S. in and then something horrible was going to happen. I know. And, I know. And, and, then, now, and now it's not it, going to plan. And, and Russia's going to turn off the oil and gas and Europe's going to be completely fucked over this winter. Well, interestingly, today there was actually uh, bombs or explosions heard uh, I guess near the Mediterranean that was cutting off. Uh, I think there's something happened to that national uh, pipeline in Russia for the natural gas. I sent this to, I sent this to, uh, yeah, it's true. So new leaks in a major gas pipeline running from Russia to Europe under the Baltic Sea have been detected after the Swedish seismic network said it registered blasts near the pipeline. And apparently there's a major leak that's happening now. Oh, wow. Yeah, so um, somebody's cutting Russia off from energy. That's what's going to happen. I think it's 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 going to be amazing time to be alive. Like this, it's only a matter of time before shit hits the fan. The calm before the storm, right? It's the calm before the storm, man. I, I really, I really believe that all everything that we're having right now that happened is that the plan was supposed to be enacted on Hillary, and the plan went south, and everybody's kind of done their table shuff, shuffling before this war, right? Things yeah. have happened before they were supposed to happen that would have happened at a much later time, right? The vaccines don't make any sense because we have these vaccines. They were useless for COVID. Uh, people are getting sick and dying from these vaccines. Um, it, it, there's, there's no, nothing makes sense anymore. It's kind of like this giant shuffle happened in the last four or five years. And now it's like, okay, there's a reason why this giant shuffle happened. Let's wait for it. Wait for it. It's coming. <laughs> I know it's coming. <laughs> it's, I know. <laughs> why don't you tell? Why, why don't you tell the the listeners about a new book you're reading? Oh, the book. Oh, that's a crazy ass book, man. That you're, scared me when I read it. <laughs> you're breaking. You're, break, you're breaking up. Did you move somewhere? No, I'm standing on my porch here. Can okay. you hear me? Yeah. So talk, okay. talk to them about the, the book. Okay. So it was, it was a, it's basically called one second after. And it's about, um, 
the USA happens. I, I don't want to give away a spoiler because it's actually a really good book. But caution, caution, spoiler, caution, caution. Okay, yeah, yeah caution, spoiler. In a nutshell, there's an EMP strike over Kansas, and it completely knocks out the electrical grid in the states. Like the whole, the whole and system. The whole system. Um, people in New York and the major cities, um, the disease and the gangs and the cannibalism and everything that ensues is so bad that they literally knock out bridges. So that Manhattan is literally an Island kind of like escape from New York with uh, that old movie with, um, with uh, Kurt Russell. Now they, and uh, that seems insane <laughs> to, to say that though. Right. But why don't you explain, kind of explain the steps that happen? I guess the power goes out, right? And then through- so the power goes out. Yeah. And then you have no, so if the power's out, you have no running water anymore because you don't have any pumps to push the water. So you don't have any electricity in the hospitals. And eventually the generators are going to be gone as well because they run on electricity. Right. And even if they run on gas, there's no electricity to pump the gas out of the gas stations to use the diesel or the, or the petrol anymore. So we're so reliant on electricity that it literally knocks the U.S. back 150 years in terms of technology. So the farming, the water, the disease, the sanitation, um, you know, getting food back and forth, medicines. It's just, it's literally like going back to 1850. And really the, the technology can only support people. So the amount of people in the states that are dying is, is as a result of the technology because it only supports a certain amount of people. Right. And the major cities were dying off and the only people that were really surviving to some sensible degree were people living in the farm areas because the farmers themselves, they had a well on their property, right? They didn't rely on city water. They had crops, they had, you know, pigs and, and cows and, and, you know, chickens and things like that. So they could, they could sort of sustainably farm and sustainably raise wildlife and stuff. But the average person that lives in this city, their grocery stores are done in three days. Right. And then they're and then they're like ransacking other people's houses. And then there's, you know, mobs are run down the street, murdering people and starting eating people because they're starving to death. And there's no it was, it was a crazy ass book. And there's no medicine, crazy right? ass book. And that's what happens if an EMP hits, whether it hits Russia or the States or Canada or Germany. Right. Right. An EMP just literally knocks you back 150 years in terms of technology. So at first, people no, think, at first people think the power is coming back. And then three, four, five days in, it's like okay, well, maybe the power is not coming back. But exactly. By, the, but, but by then, yeah, you can't, the you main can't, you the can't. main guy was an army guy, and he knew better. But right. he didn't want to scare the shit out of everybody, so he sort of he kind of let it out a little bit at a time, a little bit at a time. Yeah. And then I guess forty days in, or after a month, when there's nothing to eat, um, things turn really bad really fast. Oh yeah, I mean. It, everything is basically survival of the fittest at that point. Right. And, and your community because without a community, you can't survive as roaming bands of vigilantes and, and, and bad people are just going to literally take everything you have. Right. So, you know, bullets were scarce and guns were scarce. The guy had a car that was a 1950s Edsel because anything with a, you know, fuel injection wouldn't work. Anything, any newer car earlier than the 1980 was okay, but newer cars, they were dead, you know, just stopped on the highway. Planes fell out of the sky. Trains stopped. Everybody literally just sort of ground to a halt. 
Right. You know, on any given day, there's 3,000 planes flying across, you know, just the USA and Canada, like North America. There's 3,000 planes in the air at any given time. Right. And EMP cool. hits, they all fall out of the ground in 20 seconds. They're done. Right. You know, forest fires are all over the place. You know, you have no water to pump. You know, the fire stations don't work. You know, cops look out for their family. They don't care about crime on the street anymore. They care about their own family. Right. So the, the, the whole society was breaking down. And it took a year before sort of the, the army got around to declaring martial law and, and kind of came in and took control of the states and stuff and, you know, enacted martial law officially and, and had, you know, food set up and, and, and things like that. But, you know, for the most part, for the first year, you know, 90% of people were dying. Yeah, it's scary stuff. And this is what we talked about in this podcast. We, you know, we believe yeah. our government was involved in helping the Chinese get COVID that subsequently did this to us, right, to stop this great yeah. awakening from happening. And now that it hasn't stopped, well, then what else is on the table? Yeah, what, what else do they have in their back pocket that they haven't, they haven't brought out yet? Right. And this is this, I know. Is, this is the question because this awakening is starting to become unstoppable. I mean, the West... Yeah. Like, look, look at all that has happened in three years. We just talked about this, right? The hijab, for example. Everyone's talking about how this is a sign of the hijab was all about peace, and now it's not. Now it's, it's you can really see that the West is starting to dominate. Elon Musk is being tied to the U.S. military, and they're going to pump an internet, kind of kind of West, I guess, TV or internet or whatever access just to change the Iranian people, to get to the Iranian people. Like, there's a war going on, man. Yeah, I, I, there's so much propaganda and so much truth that's that's being withheld from people that they can't see. You know, like people, you know, the average person that watches CTV News or CNN or, you know, ABC News or whatever, it's all bullshit. It's all propaganda, right? And they're just spoon-fed it, and they think this is the gospel according to ABC, right? It's just if it's not on TV, it's not on the station, it must be bullshit. Right. So if enough people wake up and they get that critical mass, then there's no stopping us. And, and a lot of people think right. that there's there's just a culture war going on, that politics has nothing really to do than anything deeper. But this is so much more than just a, a politics or a culture war. This is an actual war. This is that's right. This is yeah. this is a battle for the planet. Right. The, I mean, the, yep. the Western yep. world has always had the upper hand since 1945. Ever since World War Two ended, the West has always dominated the East. Because it's just the way it has been, right? We've had the most of the technology. Yeah. We've had the the bigger industries. Um, we've yeah. had a you know a driven population. But look what has happened, right? In Barack Obama's presidency, by the end of it, that was with in a, a micrometer of basically falling apart, where they probably actually would have been stronger than us. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. So, you know, the the enemy has been so close to taking us out. We've gone from basically having ISIS funded and them embedding themselves into our nations. And I say that only because if you Google, you know, refugee boats in the Mediterranean, every single boat, all these images, they're all military age men. There's very few women oh, and children a, on these yeah. boats. Yeah, no, it's it's an invasion. It's an right. Inv- like people think it's all it's just refugees. No, it's an invasion. It, it's it's on purpose. There are some kids, there are some women, but if nine out of ten people are I twenty mean, to forty year old men, it, no, it's like wor- single men. It's worse than that. It's like ninety eight percent are are military age men. They're between twenty and forty. Yeah, a- and um, we've gone from the east basically embedding us 
in Barack Obama's presidency to now, you know, Iran's falling apart. Like Elon Musk is going to provide internet to the Iranian people. And I can't imagine Russia and China are happy about that. Well, Iran, I mean, the government's still going to try to control it, right? It's just very, very, very crazy time, man. Uh, it's, it, it, I know. For, for those who can actually see this battle unfolding, it's, it's, I, I don't know whether it's a, it's a blessing or a curse, maybe, a, maybe both. <laughs> but I, yeah, yeah. Like I, I, I'm, I'm glad I know, but then I look around and I see most of my friends who are oblivious. They don't, they, they can't see sort of the forest through the trees, right? They don't see the, the, the long game. No. Right. Like when you play, when you play chess, the guys that are grandmasters, they're looking 15 moves ahead. Right. That's why it's like, you think you're winning. And then the guy knocks over his, you know, his kink because he realizes he's dead in the water in 12 moves. Right. Right. And there's nothing he can do about it. And, and the average person can barely see, you know, what's going to happen fucking next weekend. No, they've, let they've, alone they've all thought what COVID, they see the world is going to be in, you know, in a year or 18 months or something like that. Right. Exactly. They all think COVID is, you know, coming to an end and we don't know, but I'm just saying that COVID happened for a reason. COVID is the face, face of the struggle, this war. It's not, yeah. you know, just because COVID may end, we don't know, but if it does, that doesn't mean that something else is going to come that's worse. I know. And two years into it, they still don't know where it came from. Hmm. That's yeah. kind of strange. I know. Yeah, I know. I mean, all this. I know. And, all this and is, then Trudeau's opening up all this shit now, right? He's uh, opening up everything for October 1st. Dude, I, I was like. Now, 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 that, now that Pierre got elected, right? And, yeah. and he sees that populist movement in Canada. And they're ready to turn on Trudeau because the hashtag Trudeau must go is like fucking 500,000 people in, <laughs> in a week or something. Guys were throwing that on Instagram. Right. Right. We're the fringe minority of, of people. Like I work in a factory and I've got a wife and two kids and you know, I race motorcycles on the weekend, but I'm a fringe minority and I'm a terrorist and I'm a misogynist and I'm a racist. Oh yeah. Right. So all these people were putting all this shit on Instagram and they hit like 500,000 like retweets or something. And like in a week or whatever, you saw that and they're shitting their pants now. Yeah, people, pe- people yeah. posting, oh, I'm a nurse. I work in the emergency room. I go home and I watch Grey's Anatomy and I take care of my dog. I'm a fringe minority. Exactly. I'm, I'm a misogynist <laughs> terrorist. That's right. That's right. So many, so many women are misogynists. I'm not sure how that kind of works. And so many minorities are racist. Did I'm you, not sure how that works, did right? You, did you see him? what he's trying to backpedal all this? Did you see that speech? No, I haven't seen any... I. I, I don't want to throw a fucking brick through my TV. I promised my wife I wouldn't do it, so I try not to watch Trudeau because we got a new TV like a year ago, and she doesn't want me to buy another one. <laughs> She's like, I'm just like, I can't, I can't watch him. I can't listen to his voice. Yeah, he came out and he, you know, he's just a manipulative con artist, right? Talking about how, you know, he was just doing the right thing at the time and all this blah 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 blah. Uh, it's just. Enough trying enough. to backpedal. No, the, right, and, trying and to backpedal. The same thing that is happening or happened in America is happening here now. That people are, are slowly starting to wake up. Unfortunately, some stuff had to happen for us to go. Hey, wait a second. Um, we're not just grandma killers. You know what I mean? Like you guys actually yeah, almost collapsed our whole world economy over a bunch of old people. You know what I mean? So 
I know. It's it's not that we're grandma killers. It's like, what's the flip coin of this? Like you you guys almost had us. Like you literally almost had us. The economy is in shambles right now. The American economy is in shambles. And like if if nobody stood up, you guys would have had us. It was close. It was close. <laughs> it was really close. And and, and I, know. I don't know if it's gonna I don't know if the economy is gonna survive. I think we might survive it, but barely. Like well, said, things are going to get worse, right? Things are going to get worse. All the all the big Canadian banks they're bracing for a recession. Um, there's there's rumblings like on Bay Street here in in Toronto and Canada. It's kind of like Wall Street in New York, right? So there's rumblings on what we call Bay Street about a recession coming. So all the banks are stockpiling cash because they're afraid that when the interest rates keep going up to fight inflation, people are going to start losing their houses because they paid six hundred thousand dollars more for a house that they should have. Right. And they're over leveraged. Right. And then if interest rates go up, they're going to default on their houses. So banks are stockpiling cash on the books. Right. To try to offset that risk. Right. So so stuff is stuff is coming in the next year. 2023 is going to be a hard year for a lot of people. I think so. Right. Yeah. People are going to lose their jobs. They're going to lose their houses. They're going to lose their cottages. I think it might be a year or two before we get out of this. If we do. Right. That's if something. Oh, yeah. if that's if something worse doesn't happen because, you know, COVID didn't happen I know. just for natural causes. <laughs> oh, I know. Yeah, I know. Because because we care so much about the old the old people in the world now, but we didn't over the last twenty years when they they all died off of influenza, right? So if they die of influenza, that's okay. They're old people, but we can't have them die of COVID. That's that's bad. Yeah, and we'll just print money. We'll print forty percent of everything. And we wonder why we have inflation, why our currency is worthless. Oh, I know. I know. I know. People don't, the average person doesn't even know what inflation is. Like they don't know the, the technical term for inflation or, or how it actually works. And, and, you know, people that work in the financial sectors and stuff like that, they, they generally know. But the average run-of-the-mill Canadian just thinks things get more expensive. They don't realize it only gets more expensive because of the, the printing of money. Right, because we're on a fractional banking system, and they just digitally print money. They're not printing new paper bills every time. They're just commercial banks, or the Bank of Canada, or the Fed in the states. They just digitally create the money out of thin air in their system, right? So that devalues the money that's currently in the system, and that's what everybody wants—a bigger slice of the pie. And that's that's how inflation works, right? If everything was on the gold standard, there would be zero inflation. Because the nature of it, you, you, you don't create a, a billion dollars worth of gold in a day out of thin air. Right. Right? They had paper money that backed the gold. And once they had the gold, they would print more money because that's that's what the gold standard was. So you can't release more paper money until you have gold in the reserve to counter it, right? But now it's just a federal note, just a promissory note. Whereas old greenbacks used to say it was backed by gold held in the Federal Reserve, right? So... But is yeah, I mean, economically, I just think, you know, 2023 is going to be a shit show for a lot of people, unfortunately. People that bought houses in the last couple of years, they're over leveraged. They're going to get fucked really, really bad. You know, hopefully they got some breathing room, but people that just squeaked by and just barely, you know, made, you know, afforded to buy a home and, you know, you know, they, they don't have a lot of sort of, extra money sitting in their accounts and stuff like that to sort of, you know, help out and stuff like that. I think they're going to get crushed. Are you doing anything so, to prepare? 
Uh, I got six billion boxes of Kraft dinner. No, I'm just kidding. I got. Uh, <laughs> I love. I love Katie, dude. I, I could eat that shit every day. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. Um, yeah, I've got. I've, I've got. I've got some stuff. I mean, my sister-in-law. Hey, shout out to my sister-in-law. Um, she uh, she thinks I'm absolutely batshit crazy, but uh, you know they're Italian. So when I, you know, when they want pasta and sauce, they're going to come to my house, right? So. Um, Actually, don't they talk about yeah. that in that book? How how your relatives who always said that you were crazy were the first ones to show up. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. Is like if you're crazy and you're stockpiling food, for example, you don't want your family to starve to death. No. So all these people that are your friends and relatives, you're going to try to help them out, right? So in order for your family to survive, you have to tell them to go fuck off. <laughs> but you can't do that. Human nature, like you can't do that, right? Like it's my next door neighbor, and I've lived next to the guy for twenty years. I'm not going to let him and his family starve. Right. Even though he was stupid enough not to listen to me and was making fun of me for a couple of years, when push comes to shove, you're not going to let these people starve, right? So you think you need, you know, a couple months worth of food or whatever, and it turns out you really need like three years worth of food. Because yeah. all these idiots, they're going to come out of the woodwork and stuff like that, right? You know, so, but, but you know, in the book, like lots and lots and lots of people died, right? And then, and then what happened near the end, here's another spoiler, the Chinese decided to sort of come and help the Americans. So they were all the way from the BC border down the West coast, all the way to Mexico. Oh, a, a so fake, they had Washington a fake, and a fake invasion under the pretense yeah. of helping the U S exactly. That's right. They had Oregon, Washington state and California, and they were quote unquote, helping the Americans get back on their feet. But the, but the guy that came in, the, the, the army guy that came in to kind of tell them what was going on in the world, they said that he doesn't think they're ever going to leave. So they basically they're going to own everything up to the Rockies, dude. This this book I don't know who wrote this book, but they should come on the podcast. They they talk exactly well, like we do. <laughs> it, it's it's but it's not it's not science fiction like it's Star Wars, you know. Or you know, there's there's not a real guy named Darth Vader and Luke Skywalker. No, it's written right? by an so actual this, military. This is a fiction. Person. Yeah, it's, it's written by a military guy who spent a lot of time in the army, and he he knows the technology that's out there. Right. So it's not, it's hopefully it's not going to happen, but it could happen. Whereas Star Wars is, you know, 5,000 years in the future, whatever the hell it is, right. Or 5,000 years in the past or something, depending on who you talk to. But in general, this is shit that could happen. Like this is like a lot of countries have EMP devices, right. Which that's why for your listeners, if they don't know what an EMP is, it's, it's launching a nuclear bomb, but you don't let it hit the ground. You send off the bomb and you explode it a hundred miles in the air and the radiation screws up and completely decimates all the electrical system underneath it. So if you, in the book, for example, they launched it over Kansas, which is sort of central to the States and it sort of, uh, um, kind of drops like an umbrella, uh, like a line of sight umbrella. It screwed up the entire, the entire country. Right. If you if you, you know, blew it up over top of Australia or New Zealand, the whole country's black. Right. There's no electrical. Right. Right. So it, it, it doesn't it doesn't screw up the infrastructure, it doesn't blow away houses. It doesn't kill people per se instantly like a nuclear bomb would if it hits the ground. But it, it decimates the technology and it literally sends people back 150 years. And all of the technology that we rely on no longer exists. 
so people in hospitals and you know food and medicine and transportation and all this stuff that we rely on especially people living in the city and that aren't out in the country sort of self-sufficient they're stuck right so whether you're in toronto or boston or new york you're in a big city you're fucked yeah, right, that's that's kind of what happens, and this is what so, we can talk about in the podcast for. But a long it's a time. good book. It's a good book, but it's a scary book, right? Like it's you know when you get into it, you realize like some of the things you're talking about, and it's not far fetched. Like it could happen in our lifetime. It could happen two weeks from now. Hopefully, it doesn't. You know, knock on wood, but this shit could happen. Well, very few, so in, not very few in the Western yeah. world thought that previously our government you know, could have aided the Chinese in their quest against us by giving them COVID and helping them engineer a biological weapon to use against us. Like nobody thought, you know, very few people thought that, but today, you know, yep. you and me, many people view that differently. So oh, I know. I know. We've, always, we've always said on this podcast, you watch the government lie as, the, as this biological weapon came to a Chinese lab and they literally led us to our economic deaths, right? Yep. And what makes you think that our government hasn't given our enemies much worse to use against us? And then all you have to do to understand what was ha- what's happening and why things are happening, in my point of view, is that our own uranium and our own nuclear technology were given to our enemies. You can create an EMP weapon that could never be traced back to the enemy. It only goes back to our own uranium and our own technology. And I'm theorized that this yeah, massive yeah. political and cultural shift we're witnessing right now is because a war was inevitable, meaning that our enemies were given technology and weapons to use against us that would be able to put us back into the Stone Age. And this would mean that whoever was working behind the scenes in the U.S. during Barack Obama's presidency had to have ripped control from Obama via a covert D.C. civil war not visible in mainstream news. And this is why we've talked about in this podcast you know, a war then subsequently had to happen given our enemy's prowess and something had to change inside the various U.S. administrations to ensure that the presidency was never controlled again by this agenda. So when, you're, yeah. you, know, when you know your enemy is going to stab you in the background in the corner, you prepare and bait them into doing it so you can save yourself. This is why this yeah. plan to yeah. save the West and what we're all enjoying, this giant awakening that should be very visible to you by now, you know, this is... This is epic. What is happening right now? I, I there's, there's too many too many crazy things happening in the world to not to be all coincidences, right? Like there 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 are things that just randomly happen, obviously. Like you know, but there's just too many. If you look for them, right? Because they won't tell you about them. The mainstream won't tell you about it. You have to sort of do your own research. You don't even like. Trust me, don't trust Agent Whitaker, don't trust the Awakener. Do your own research, right? Figure out shit for yourself. And then it's not, you know, the bias that's coming from us necessarily or someone else. Like, don't take everybody's word for it, right? The same with the media. Don't take their word for it. Do your own research and use critical thinking. And, you know, if it smells like shit and it steps in, you know, when you step in it, it feels like shit. You know, I don't have to taste it to know that it's shit. Right. It's it's shit. It's that, that's what it is. So like this, right? this this podcast maybe was like appeared like shit at first, but now it's like a, it's like a juicy, you know, chicken breast because it's yeah, cause yeah, it's all real. But, but people, I know, but people that listen to you, like there's thousands and thousands of people all around the world that listen to you, and with a grain of salt, they should do their own research as well and go, hey, listen, I heard this shit on the Awakener show. Maybe I should do my own research and see if the guy's bullshitting or not. Right. And everything that we're talking about is true, but don't take our word for it. Do your own research and then 
you know, you find the answer yourself, right? Don't, don't just substitute mainstream media for us and, you know, think we're a cult versus they're a cult or whatever. It's just do your own research and your eyes will wake up and you'll be like, fuck, this is crazy shit. Yeah. Right. Use your own critical thinking and come to your own conclusions. Right. And you know, if you're a smart person, you'll come to your own conclusions and you'll know what's going on. The reason, right. And you will. Yeah. You know, the reason we're yeah, here is because Obama basically yeah. was giving Russia the uranium. He was helping China get the technology. He was selling out every yeah. aspect of secret access programs to the Chinese, to the Russians. He was setting up the war. He was funding and creating ISIS under a Syrian rebels program, United the Middle East. They were embedding us. He was teaching us Marxism. They were giving ISIS stinger missiles and killing those who discover their plan in Benghazi. He was enabling North Korea to develop EMP weapons and not even looking. He was undertaking gain-of-function research on coronaviruses and helping the Chinese do it and helping the Chinese undertake gain-of-function research on MERS. So why did Comey come forward? This is why people need to understand. Yeah. And where's ISIS, by the way? How come no one's talking about ISIS? Yeah. Did ISIS like win, win the lottery and went on vacation? Like, where the fuck is ISIS now? Yeah. Oh, that's right. Because we're not funding them anymore. <laughs> no, it's because Joe Biden, it doesn't truly work for Barack Obama. That's the whole answer. Correct. That's right. That's right. But I mean, even with Trump, though, they stopped funding them, right? Of course. They just canceled it right away. Exactly. That's right. It's like, well, no, we're not going to give weapons and money to them. And then, hence, if they don't have any weapons and money, they just disappear, which is exactly what happened. Even the media is not talking about ISIS now. Like, the, 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 ISIS was like the number one talking point for fucking years. And all of a sudden, it just disappeared. Right. Just like, like that. Yeah, like they won, they won Lotto Max and they bought a cottage up in Muskoka and they're just fucking chilling now, just fishing and drinking beers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, obviously, there's something. And just, just use, you know, just, just that, get the you know, listeners to use critical thinking and just go, oh, shit, I never thought about that. Yeah. Okay, well, or that, we're know, telling you to think about it. Yeah. Rose Adam and China General Nuclear Power Corporation, which were both getting different sides. One was getting the uranium, one was getting the technology. They both have a joint venture uh, agreement where they share technology and resources. Huh? Yeah. They both yeah. fund Iran and North Korea, their nuclear programs. Uh, they were helping Syria before gain a uh, nuclear program. Yeah, hmm. I know. I know. There's no such thing as... And Obama there is a coincidence, Obama but there's not... Yeah. He called himself a renegade. He called himself a traitor to everybody, openly. He used to joke about it at White House correspondence dinners. How he had some crazy evil plan and everybody thought he was whatever. Did he really? Yeah, he totally joked about it. L listen to oh, wow. listen I listen to this, right? Ready? I didn't know that. Yeah, listen. Oh, and we won't let me play it. It's too uh they're listening to me, man. <laughs> <laughs> they're listening to you. Yeah, I can't even so, play it. So uh, so on the weekend, you know what I do on the weekends, right? Mm hmm So I was talking to a guy uh, from an Eastern Bloc country and we were talking about all sorts of stuff. But basically, in a nutshell, when he was seven years old in this Eastern Bloc country, used to be sort of a satellite of the USSR, he watched his aunts and uncles get executed by the communists on his front lawn when he was seven. Wow. And he said, this is the shit that I see happening in Canada and the States right now. Because over the last five or six years, maybe up to 10 years, 
He goes, I see the slow, the slow inching forward of all this communist bullshit. And he goes, this is what's, this is what's coming to the shores of North America. He goes, I can see it plain as day. He goes, I lived through it. I watched my aunts and uncles get executed on my front lawn. And I'm like, fuck me. Like, that's crazy shit for a seven-year-old to see that stuff. Oh, I found it. I found the video. You ready? Okay. Okay. If I do win a second term as president, let me just say something to all the... Let me just say something to all my conspiracy-oriented friends uh, on the right who think I'm planning to unleash some secret agenda. I can't hear her. You're absolutely right. Oh, my listeners will hear that. Your listeners will hear it. Okay. Okay. You <laughs> can send, send it to me on WhatsApp or whatever. But yeah. He, yeah. Sa- he says, you know, all you conspiratorial writers think I'm planning to unleash some secret agenda. You're absolutely right. So, you know, we, we can theorize about what, what is going to come to pass cannot be stopped, which means that something happened, that something that happened is Barack Obama's presidency and which instigated this D.C. civil war, which then instigated COVID. The, and, and this is not going to stop. And people, no, they, they've, they, they've set it in motion and they can't stop it now, right? No, they have to go through with it. Exactly. Yeah. And they're yeah. going to go through with it. And it's going to be really, really, really bad. Yeah. You got to fight for what you believe in very shortly. Because everyone's going to know that things are happening because of a power and struggle in the world. It's going to be amazing when we turn out to be right about everything, dude. It's going to be amazing. Oh, I know. I know. And people are going to wonder how we knew. When when when, When we opened up again and we all went back into work, I ran into some people that I used to work with a couple of years ago and I'm like, yeah, whatever happened to that two weeks just to flatten the curve. Remember how I was telling everybody that I'll, I'll see you in a couple of years and, right. and people will lose their jobs if you don't get a vaccine. I go vaccine. What are you talking about? There's no vaccine. I go, you just wait and see. They'll, they'll have a vaccine for sure. And if you don't take it, they'll fire you. Hmm. <laughs> I wonder, wonder how I knew all that shit. And they promised, I'm not, I'm not, they you know, I'm not the sharpest knife in the drawer. <laughs> no, I know. Like they thought I was wearing a tinfoil hat. So they were laughing at me and stuff, calling me fucking, you know, smoking crack and stuff. And I'm like, dude, this is you have no idea what's coming. You have no idea. You just have to open your eyes. And most people, like you said, they just don't want to see, right? They're just too afraid to know the truth. So, should we recap for people what we think is happening, or should I recap for people? Sure, sure, hundred percent. 100%. Okay, so after World War II, there was a UN agenda to destroy fascism and co- uh, communism to create global government. Everybody knows about that. So an elite group of corrupt satanic business associates began planning to unveil the reverse agenda or the communist takeover of the U.S. and the UN agenda after the Vietnam War failed. Okay, so Soros' first step is to sell the lies communism is over and to get America and the West to put its guard down. The Soviet Union pretended that, oh, communism is over, but there's still the Soviet Union. You're just going to figure that out later. Soros provocateurs, Hollywood, or quasi-Soviet agents, because everybody who works for Soros but that was teaching Marxism and this radical thing they've been doing to the U.S. is basically a quasi-Soviet agent. They began embedding themselves in the USA, infiltrating the media, education system, political system, began selling the U.S. Marxism. Years of careful agenda and planning are past, leaving the U.S. and the Western world toward total bankruptcy and family collapse. 
Now, America's enemies get stronger this entire time. The Soviet Union or Russia and China repair relationships, committing to the plot together. Now, the Soros big business coup d'etat on America happens in 2008. This is when George Soros made a promise to the Soviet Union years and years ago that they would have the ability at the final hour to put a communist plan in the White House who would engineer America's demise and do various things to set up the future how it was going to look without the West. And that's what Barack Obama did, sold the U.S. Marxism. We talked about it earlier in the podcast, all the stuff he did. And Hillary was pissed because she was thought, or she thought that she was going to go before Obama did. She was told to go after. So when she figured out the war that was going to be pinned on her, she was not happy. So Barack Obama begins setting up the destruction of the USA, Israel, and takeover of Saudi Arabia by the communists, and the future Soviet dream world comes together before your very eyes. We went over this earlier in this podcast. Hillary doesn't want World War III pinned on her and bails on her presidency, telling FBI leader Comey everything. Uh, There's a video actually of Trump joking about this. By this point, the military and FBI are onto Obama, but they cannot investigate or prosecute because America's enemies lurk. Many are being blackmailed, and quite frankly, if they told everybody the truth, nobody would believe it. So why tell everybody? Why involve everyone into a panic? We'll just do a reverse op, and we'll show everybody eventually. So Trump grabs control of the presidency, running a reverse Operation Mockingbird, so slowly undoing Obama, slowly undoing Marxism. Oh, woke culture is is garbage. Undoing Soros and Obama's presidency, while the general public are slowly warmed to it. Russia, Obama, and China all see this coming. They signal for COVID and a planned biological weapon destined for Hillary's presidency, instigating World War III and the collapse of America comes out of a Chinese lab and affects the entire world over while Soros and his Soviet provocateurs prepare to cheat the presidency. Joe Biden is installed. China and Russia face the weakest president ever and a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to change the world without Soros, who will not be able to deliver. However, this is an illusion because the FBI military already know about the blackmail. They already know about what Hunter Biden's been up to, and they've already threatened Joe Biden, and Joe Biden has no choice but to go along with their devious plan, which is, if there's going to be a war, we're going to fuck you up. That's what's going on right now. There there? you go. There you go. (laughs) I know. I know. It's fucking crazy. It's so crazy. I know. If we we know we have our own uranium, and you're going to do all this stuff to us, well, we're going to have a war on our terms, and we're going to fuck you. That's what's exactly happening. I know. It's like it's like this is the greatest spy movie that the world has ever seen that hasn't been made into a movie yet. Yep. <laughs> it was good, I know. It was good I talking know. to you, buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was good. It was good. It's been a while. It's been a while. Yeah. Everything's good at work and everything's good with the family and work and stuff. And uh, I'm so busy, dude. I'm so I know. incredibly busy. If you love this podcast, you got to pray for me that I get uh, more free time. <laughs> I'm, doing my, I'm doing my best for everybody. I know. I know. We booked a, we booked a ski trip and we booked a week down South before Christmas. Oh, nice. now that now that Trudeau opened up everything. So we don't have to tell the CBS agents to go fuck themselves when they ask us for our vaccine passports. <laughs> that sounds no. like fun, man. Okay. Okay, buddy. All right, man. Enjoy. Thank you yeah. for the call. Okay. Take care. Bye. All the best. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning into the Awakener podcast, ladies and gentlemen. I do appreciate all your support. Visit the website, theawakener.ca. You can have it all laid out in front of you.